Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is David Greenspan with the Mindshare Podcast. So this is actually episode number one, and I'm really jacked about this. Uh, the other day, somebody had reached out to me and said, Dave, you got to be doing podcasts. And I said, well, I, you know, why? And they said, well, because you'd be amazing at it. And so <laughs> I'm hoping everybody here feels that way. But uh, with a little bit of encouragement and uh, and a whole bunch of expertise from this person, I decided to jump on this game and, uh, and take this thing for a ride. Um, now, I don't sell real estate, but this entire podcast is going to be geared towards real estate agents, uh, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, mortgage brokers, anybody who's out there trying to make a living for themselves right now in the sales game. Um, that's what this thing is really geared towards. And I mean, you know, from where I come from, not selling real estate, uh, have, ha- however, having grown up in the game, you know, my father being a broker owner for the first 20 years, 20 some odd years of my life, uh, I grew up in a real estate office and I remember watching everybody come and go through the office and, and, and remember the black and white MLS tear sheets and the typewriters in the office and, and the whiteboards at the back of the room. And I remember when there's no technology and no computers and, but I also remember those people that were very successful and watching what those people did back then to where we are today to uh, thinking about what people are doing today to actually make money and then looking back to go, has it really changed? Has the way we make money really, really changed or is this is this sort of a, a product of the media, a product of technology? Have people gotten carried away with spending so much money trying to find the bright, shiny object that they've gone buck wild trying to figure it out and spending just way too much and trying everything else under the sun? And don't get me wrong. I'm not against all the education. I'm not against all the technology. I'm not against all the learning. But I do believe that we need to bring some logic to this thing. We really need to understand why we're doing it. You see... Um, I went to school for marketing and I mean, reading all the big textbooks and doing all the exams and, and a lot of that stuff is just, is, um, well, in today's world, it takes a long time and not many people have all of that time, but you fast forward from what I took in school and, you know, coming from a marketing course, I decided to go and get into marketing and somehow fell into this world of doing newsletters for real estate agents, but did it because we were using this thing called variable data and, and talk about technology. This is where we're able to really personalize stuff. But the whole thing is, is when you get into this game and you start trying to build a business, you start realizing what you need to do to actually do that. And I mean, I can remember sitting in a dark room with no windows. I mean, the lights were on. It wasn't that dark, but <laughs> I definitely had no windows. I can remember sitting there with a black binder with a list full of all of the real estate brokers and all the offices across the entire country. And I literally started from the top the letter A. And I opened up the binder and I started making phone calls. And I was literally grinding. I was hustling. I was doing my thing. And it sucked. It was tedious. It was, it was, uh, it was demeaning, demoralizing. I mean, you lose so often. You get hung up on. You get people to tell you, you know, fly a kite in other words. But you start to realize as that one person does say, hey, yeah, I'm interested or Hey, yeah, come and see me in my office. You start to realize, you know, the more I do this, the more successful I could be at it. And so you keep doing it and then you keep doing it. And then more people start, you know, you start winning more. And and as you're winning more, it's, you know, that feeling of, hey, I can take the losses. I can take, you know, getting turned down because I know there's somebody else around the corner. I don't know who they are, but I know there's somebody else around the corner that, well, they're going to come and give me that opportunity. 
And so my business, Kits, began to really build exponentially. And, and uh, I started traveling across the country and doing lots of presentations, getting in front of lots of offices, um, doing a one-by-one uh, agent sell. And, I mean, back then, it was really all about the sell. And, I mean, go figure. The minute I start my business, especially in a very paper-heavy world, this thing called Facebook, I don't know if you've heard of it, haha, this thing called Facebook comes to life. And then, you know, email marketing becomes really prevalent. And, and all of a sudden, here I am trying to sell paper in this technology world. And I mean, go figure, Dave, what are you doing, man? But I kept at it. And I mean, 13 years later, here we are. But I mean, well, if I rewind even a little bit, three, four, five years ago, I guess you could say, this concept around building Mindshare came up. And that got exciting because that was almost like that new next level generation of uh you know, my brand, my business, what I'm doing. It was my excitement to come into the office. It was my excitement to get out there. And I mean, this is where, you know, you're doing these little presentations of uh, 10, 20, 30, 40 people in a room and you're going in there and you're doing a real big sales pitch and it starts turning into education because you start realizing and learning. And when you get into that, and now I've got this thing called Mindshare and I mean, turned it into Mindshare 101. I am jacked. This is what gets me high every single day. Like it's the most amazing thing to be able to go, okay, I'm going to work with agents. I'm going to work with salespeople. I'm going to help them figure it all out. And I'm not going to do it from a, um, a bullshit standpoint. I'm not going to do it from a bright, shiny object standpoint. I'm not going to do it from a keep up with the Joneses standpoint. I'm doing it based on what I'm learning from you guys and what I could try to help you with. So you go from having all this uh, growing up in the industry of real estate, I have bought my own real estate and sold my own real estate, but I've never actually uh, been a realtor, like I said before. But you go from that to the education, to, to, to opening a business, to taking that business to go to another level uh, with the new concept called Mindshare. And today when people say, so Dave, what the hell do you do for a living? I'll tell you, I guess I could say I'm a marketing strategist. Uh, I'm a national speaker. I am a die-hard Leafs fan. Uh, I love my Harley more than anything except my wife and two amazing children. So, but like, why am I doing all this? And and what's the whole thing? Well, when I think about my buddy who says to me, you got to get this podcast going, I thought, okay, let me think about this. I'm a marketer and I've got some compelling ideas as to why I should be doing this. And I truly, truly believe in cross-channel marketing. And cross-channel marketing is that concept of not just using one channel, but using multiple channels to get a message across. For example, using a podcast, using video, uh, using social media, using email, having a website. That's all the cross-channel strategy. We're not isolating to just one thing, but we're using a number of things. And we know today, too, that voice marketing has become a a very big thing. Um, Some people would say it's the next wave in marketing. Um, but, I mean, with everything, you know, uh, Alexa, everybody has Alexa in their house these days. And we know we can even talk to Google when you've got an Android. Like, it's unbelievable what the technology is doing. And quite frankly, it is freaking scary. You know, I'm actually reluctant to put one of those things in my house because I feel like it's listening to me all the time. I know my buddy yesterday was doing a podcast and he called it a different name just so that it wouldn't wake up. I mean, what? This is a robot we're talking about. We even know that they're building robots that, like, are, 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 are out battling human beings in a game of chess. Or other board games. Where's our, where are we going? But the reality is we're going. And so you got to know that we're going. And I mean, when you look at radio and you look at voice, radio has been around forever, right? We like talking to people. And people are listening to it. So when it comes to voice and podcast, well, here we are today. And so more importantly, uh, after 13 years of doing what I've been doing in this industry, 
I know that I can help you, you the realtor, you the mortgage broker, again the entrepreneur, you be even better than what you're doing now. What I am is that breath of fresh air. (laughs) Some might say I'm more of like the kick in the ass or I might be a little bit too much energy. Oh my God, where does this guy get it from? You drank too much coffee. But I tell it like it is and I call you out when you throw out those excuses. I'm not sitting there to sugarcoat. I'm not trying to get you to like me by just nodding and agreeing with you. Instead, I want you to like me because you you believe in it. I want you to listen to this because you believe in it because I tell it like it is because it's real. I am going to be real with you. We're going to do it in a fun, educational way, and I use a lot of logic. I use a lot of personal experience, a lot of storytelling, education. I use all of that to help you see what's often hard to see when you're standing in your own shoes. I have worked with you, realtors and mortgage brokers, all of you, for years. I have watched, I have listened to the experiences, and have helped many of you get to the next level in your business. It is easier than we make it out to be. There are too many options for where to spend your money. There's too many great ideas around the corner. There's too much money spent chasing the bright, shiny object. Let's clarify this together. Let's not get sucked into the media's latest sponsorship. Mark this podcast as a favorite and stay with me here. I think you're going to find it easy. I think you're going to find it enjoyable to listen to. And if you don't, I want to hear about it. If you have a story, I want to hear about it. A question, email me at mindshare101, pardon me, info at mindshare101.com. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, get in touch with me on that too. My goal is to help you work easier, spend less, and make a whole lot more. And that's why, together, we're going to help you build more Mindshare. Now, so what is this thing, Mindshare? And Dave, why is it so important to me? Well, bottom line, the more Mindshare you build, the more market share you get. It's that simple. Mindshare equals market share. So, like, what is Mindshare? Most people ask this question. And another friend of mine had me on his show, and he's, you know, sort of asked it in a more explicit way. People want to know what the is Mindshare. Well, Mindshare is a top of mind, intuitive instinctive reaction to a product or service. Mindshare is that tiny little spot on somebody's brain that you occupy, that you are sitting there occupying, you are are taking up that little bit of space so that when they think of what you do, there's instant recollection to who you are. It's your name in their mind. So why do you need this? And I just sort of said to you because it equals market share. But Mindshare is going to put you in the right place at the right time. It makes it easy for people to instinctively choose you every single time. You know, you think about it and you think about all these things that are out there and you think about how you tie something back and you think about how you make a decision. And and I mentioned this a lot in some of my presentations, but um, you think about where you're going to get gas on your way home and you can probably picture that place. You think about where you're going to go get milk on your way home, and you can probably picture that place. Hell, you think, if I said to you, and I love using this one, especially live on stage, but if I said to you, running shoes, you probably just thought of Nike. Or if I said to you, soda pop, you might have even thought of Coca-Cola. Or what if I said to you, fast food, you're probably thinking about McDonald's. That's what you call mindshare. It is that top of mind, intuitive, instinctive reaction to a product or service. 
And so in real estate, you know, we've heard from people out there before, go out and purge your list. Go out and get rid of people after, you know, two years. Uh, don't let, uh, you know, your contact list get old. Well, I've got a question of that. How often are people actually moving? How often are people actually getting rid of their real estate or picking up new real estate? It certainly, certainly does not happen every single day or every year. I mean, you might get the investor type, and those are good people to have on your contact list. But realistically speaking, the average homeowner, they say they're moving every 5 to 7 to 12 years. And so why wouldn't we put this person on a contact list and continue to stay in touch with them? You see, they say we all know, and I'm still trying to figure out who the hell they are, but they say we all know between one and five realtors. Well, if we all know between one and five realtors, why is the whole world flocking to technology to go find these random people? Why is this all this lead gen going on? I don't want to call bullshit because I know a lot of people are making money from it, but being realistic about it, most people are going to go with what they're comfortable with, what, what, what is easy to them. And so if you are that answer, if you have built the mindshare with people about that, if people look to you and say, you know, that's my guy or that's my gal, there is nobody else that can break that. When you've got that trust factor, you can't buy trust. So this is where mindshare is so important. It's that when you are consistently in somebody's mind, and I'm not talking you're always selling. Forget this whole thing of always be closing. Forget that. People will close themselves when they're ready. That's the way it works. People smell a slimy sales guy, gal, whatever, from a mile away. Don't be that person. Instead, be the one that they like to hang out with. Be the one they like to talk to. And I'm not talking partying at ridiculous hours of the night in stupid ways. Because you know what? At some point, there's that line between business and pleasure. Some people think you're all pleasure, not enough business. People want business. And especially when it comes to the biggest investment in their entire life, business is huge. So you got to position yourself properly. You've got to know who you are. You've got to create a brand. You've got to think about perception. And perception's a big deal. I've asked this question many times before. If I had a tattoo across my forehead and I got nothing against tattoos, in fact, I love them. I, I really love them. <laughs> I want another one. I've got a few of them already. But if I had a tattoo across my forehead, would you look at me a little bit different? Would you maybe treat me a little different or think of me differently? Whatever your answer is, bottom line, there is something called perception. So when people perceive you to be the right answer, the easy answer, the one that's going to be there for their best interest, the one that has their best interest in mind, not yours, well, that's where you're winning. It's called being their trusted advisor, being around at all times in some way, shape, or form. So, for example, if you're the real estate agent and you're constantly helping them with stuff around their house, and I'm not talking coming to clean up the, the, the leaves or, or shovel the driveway. I mean, hell, if once in a while you want to do that, I'm sure they'd love that. But I'm talking about the things that are really connecting you with that human being, really connecting you with that home, and really, again, trying to position yourself to be the one and only person they think of. That, that impenetrable, is that a word? Impenetrable impenetrable barrier that you've tied around these people that they're not going anywhere else. They're sticking with you. Mindshare is being in their mind. Again, being in that right place at that right time. Because the one thing about real estate that we know, we don't know when the right time is. We really just don't. So how do you build it? What do you do to actually build this thing? Like, what can I do today? 
Well, I'll tell you something. You're going to have to stick with me on this ride because uh, I've got so much I want to share with you guys, and there's just absolutely no way to share it all in one podcast. I mean, unless you talked about like an hours and hours and hours and hours and days and days and days long podcast. Uh, but I'm going to try to cut this thing up. I'm going to try to give you actionable takeaways uh, on a regular basis. I'm going to try to do this every single every single time I get on here, every episode we release. I want you to get a whole bunch of value. I want you to really sit back and go, you know, yeah, like I've been there or, or I've thought that way. And I mean, you don't have to. I'm not telling you you have to do this. I'm telling you that this is, this is what I'm going to try to strike a chord with you because I have these conversations every single day with people. There's all sorts of stuff you hear from people, all sorts of great stories, all sorts of amazing experiences, all sorts of things that I learn on a regular basis. That I'm going, oh, wow, that's a good one. And I get to share that back with you, to you, for you. I've got people I talk to that make the most stupid excuses in the world. And I don't, I don't sit here and tell you about it or not tell them. You, you better believe. I'm going to tell them straight to their face. But it's going to be done in a fun, nice, respectful way. So everybody comes away going, you know, there's some logic to that approach. I really know what I can do to take away from today and, and, and implement. And I think that's a big deal. It's not just about the value. I mean, it's a lot about the value. That's what I want to be to you is value. But beyond the value, this also comes back to what can you do today to really walk away and implement? What can you do today to really, to really make your business better? And how am I helping with that? And that's, that's exactly what I want to do. So what can you do to really build Mindshare? Well, there's a few things here. And again, we're going to break these down as we go ahead. Uh, but to keep it kind of light and high level today, you want to identify your audience. Who are you talking to? Who is it out there? I mean, we got 7 billion people on this planet. Up here in north of the border, we got, what, 36 million people. South of the border, we got 360 million people. Across this beautiful continent of ours, there are a lot of people. Is that your audience? No. Your audience is the people that know you, like you, and trust you. Your audience are those people that have done business with you. Your audience are those people that uh, you've crossed paths with before. They're the ones that are open to you. There's at least a know you factor. The like you, the trust you, well, that's up to you to earn. But you're one step ahead. Whereas those people that don't know you, they don't know who you are, hey, you can go after them. But they're going to cost a lot of money. They're going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort. And if you haven't got the right system set up, well, it ain't going to work. It just won't work. And so that's where a marketing plan comes in. I I talk a lot about marketing plans. I talk a lot about how to really create one of these plans because I think a lot of people overcomplicate this thing. I th- really, really believe you do. And I mean, when I learned about the marketing plan back in school, it was a big fat textbook with a big fat binder with tons and tons of pages and all sorts of different stuff. And quite frankly, I could write it down on a little napkin with you at lunchtime at this point. And I could help you figure out what's your budget? How much can you really spend out there? I can help you review what is it you're actually doing now? Where might you be making your mistakes? Where can we help you correct? And we can analyze. What are we going to do next? What are we going to implement for you that's going to take you next level, that's going to help correct some of the little issues you've had, some of the chaos that might be ensuing in your world because you're always running a gun and looking for something else? I'm going to help you use a cross-channel strategy to truly implement a marketing plan that is going to build that mindshare. And as we do that, when we talk about cross-channel, we're going to talk about what you got to do to support everything you do with something else. You see, this podcast, this isn't the only thing I do. 
In fact, I'm using all seven different channels to communicate with people on a regular basis. I mean, I've got this podcast now set up. I've got my Mindshare video set up. I've got a website set up. We do email blasts. We do call campaigns. We do direct mail. Uh, I love social media. And quite frankly, if, you're, if you haven't checked me out on social yet, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Mindshare101. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at David Greenspan 101 And if you're thinking, well, why didn't you just take Mindshare on Instagram? Well, because I was on stage one day and uh, somebody... Uh, very kindly went and snagged it from me. And why do I know what happened while I was on stage? Because I can see they took a picture of one of the workbooks that I handed out. Um, <laughs> and they got their hands on Mindshare 101 before I did. Why they did that, why they won't give it up, I don't know. And if you are you listening, please <laughs> let me know what it's going to take to get that back from you. Anyways, so you can find me all over social media, but that's how I'm using a cross-channel strategy to really get the brand across. Now, beyond just doing that, it comes back to consistency. It comes back to being organized, having a plan, knowing how I want to execute. Most people don't think about that. Most people go, yeah, I'm going to get a Facebook account. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be all over social media. Go spend some money here. Go hire that person over there. And yeah, I'm going to have a social media campaign. I'm going to strategy. No, it doesn't work like that, and especially in the social media game. You want it to work, you need to be involved. You need to be engaged. You need to be posting, commenting, liking, sharing. You need to be doing all sorts of stuff. You've got to have a plan. You want it to really work, you should have a content calendar for social media. You should have a plan for when you can actually get on social media. Think about social exactly like that. We get on there. We don't even know why. We don't even have a, a rhyme or reason as to why we're on there. We just go ahead and get on there. Well, that's a waste of time. That's not strategic. And I'm not saying you got to go in there with guns blazing every time looking for business. In fact, that's what you shouldn't be doing at all. This is a social platform. This is not a business platform. This is for people to be social with each other, connect with each other, be real with each other. I'm going to teach you more about how to do that. But when I talk about getting organized and we look at time management, think about you right now. And if not you because you're perfect, think about your colleague, think about somebody next to you. How many times do you hear the excuse, oh, I just don't have time. You just don't have time. You don't have time. That's an excuse. You need to prioritize. You need to know why you're doing what you're doing and then realize, stop procrastinating. Get organized and get it done. But this comes back to time management. This comes back to scheduling. This comes back to how do you keep your day organized? What are you doing in the morning? What are you doing in the afternoon? What are you doing at nighttime to truly execute on what it is you want to achieve? This is where this podcast is going to help you. We're going to talk about it all. I want to get into all of that with you, from the budgeting to the mindset to the time management to the different tools that are available, including social media and video and websites, you know, lead generation. What's that right funnel? How does lead gen really work? What's the realities of it? I know it sounds bright and shiny. I know it's, oh my God, I could just pay money and oh, they're going to send me leads. Sure. But did you realize that the did you know that the biggest challenge most people are having is the fact that they don't know how to manage all the leads coming in? Oh, wow, they get that many leads? They don't know how to manage them? Wait, slow down. Don't go running to go buy leads all of a sudden. Remember something. Those leads that are coming in, we don't know who they are. We don't know where they're from. We got to qualify. So the first thing you got to do is you got to pick up the phone and call them back. Email them back. And right there, that's a problem. We're going to talk about how to deal with that. How can you make it happen faster? Should you be using bots? We'll talk about that stuff. 
Do people really want to be friends with your robot? We'll talk about that too. But in terms of speed, in terms of time management, or trying to manage the leads that are coming in, well, how much money, time, and effort do you want to put towards that? And have you thought about the fact that if you just went out and met one new person every single day, every single day for the entire year, that could be 365 days? That's easy, and that costs you nothing, maybe some time. But when we come back to it, what's this business really all about? Truly, what's this business really all about? This business is a relationship business. This is not a technology business. This is not a transactional business. This is about connecting with real people, real human beings, having real relationships. When you do that, that's where that unbreakable bond comes from. So you need to deliver the right message to the right audience across the right channel. And by doing that, you will build the mindshare. Now, over the next, I don't know, however long, I just started here, we're going to break it all down. We're going to dive deep into a wide range of marketing topics to bottom line, help you figure it all out so it actually works for you. From time to time, I'm also going to be joined by special guests. They're going to lend their expertise and insights, and I'm really, really excited for what's ahead here. This podcast thing is all new to me. But if you're still listening to this, let me know about it by rating, reviewing me, tell your friends about it, tell the world, and make sure you check back shortly for the next episode. This has been my first episode of the Mindshare Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening.